This is the Deep Gen Marketing Chronicles, and I'm your host, Antoine Effler. Through regular interviews, we will explore how marketing building blocks impact a generation of more and better qualified leads. This week, we discuss with Anusha Nair, who is responsible for the brand and marketing at Warren Cancer, a social media application for everyone affected by cancer. And we talk about the role of marketing in building a strong and open community within a vulnerable audience. Hanusha has spent the last eight years building brands and launching marketing campaigns for Swedish tech companies, from e-commerce at Findic to PC game publisher Paradox Interactive. Hanusha, I would like first for you to present the platform of Warren Cancer. Can you first tell us where it all started? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me on. So Warren Cancer is a digital support tool for anyone going through cancer, everyone, anyone doing an after-cancer treatment, including loved ones. The story behind Warren Cancer started about more, a little more than five years ago. It was the summer or spring of 2015 when one of our co-founders, Fabian Wallin, was diagnosed with cancer. When he went through cancer as a young 28-year-old, he experienced being one of the first within his social context to experience going through this disease. And he realized that he had an immense need of coming in contact with someone similar that actually could relate. So I think in the early days of his cancer diagnosis, he decided to be very public about it. So he created a Facebook post about that he had just been diagnosed with cancer. And he just asked his friend's network, I have a need to come in contact with someone can relate. That post got a bit of a viral spin and people from all over the world started contacting him and sending strength over him. And he decided to start a blog about his journey and what it's like to go through cancer first hands-on. So he started blogging about it and in the same time started processing his cancer experience with his followers while he was going through his 900 days of chemotherapy. And somewhere in this experience, he realized by him being very vulnerable and sharing his experience with this disease, he could feel an ease because he knew that he was helping others process their own cancer experience and he was helping others. And somewhere in that, him and his best friend, our other co-founder, Sebastian Heimelin, realized that what if we can create a product where we can gather anyone doing an after-cancer treatment to come in contact with others that actually do relate. Because when you go through something tough as cancer, you do have a social network to some extent, your friends, family, but they might not be the best support to you, actually. The best support to you might might actually be someone who can actually look at you and say, I get it, I know what it's like. So with that in mind, they started building what today is the Warren Cancer app, which is a digital support tool for anyone doing an after-cancer treatment. We've been live with the app on both iOS and Android since about a year back, so it's very early days. And today we have welcomed people from all over the world covering a vast amount of different kinds of cancer diagnosis. And we have anyone from parents with young kids going through cancer to younger adults to people mid-age and above. Will you in the future think that this app could be replicated to other sicknesses or is there a particularity about cancer? It could definitely be replicated to other diseases. I think the one cancer app is of course it's a niche community being we're a community for anyone going through cancer but I think the need to connect with others that can relate to what you've experienced is the same whatever you go through. So basically it's not cancer per se, that 
requires you to have a need to take part of closed community. It could be any sort of tough experience. So it could definitely be replicated. I would like now to move back to uh, move to the topic of this podcast and discuss branding and marketing challenges as you're the CMO of the brand. I read a, a line about a French author called Claire Martin who said that uh, illness is seen today as an abnormality and an injustice and that the right of absence of any pathology have become like a social injunction. Mm-hmm. On your website, the brand mission is to democratize and normalize cancer in order to improve the mental health of everyone affected. How do you build a brand around both a sensitive or stigmatized topic and sometimes people? Mm. Not an easy challenge to do, but just as you read, I aim for the war on cancer to, in five years' time, normalize the conversation around cancer. That meaning said that we're not there yet. In five years' time, my dream would be if you could enter a room and you could talk about cancer and people do not get uncomfortable around it. And I think in order to do that, you need to create a brand that has a humble confidence that dares to actually talk about the things that we need to talk about in order to normalize the entire disease. It's one thing that's very interesting with cancer is that And I'm sure a lot of other diseases, but as soon as you get diagnosed, the label patient sticks with you for the rest of your life. For instance, if you break your leg, you're a patient at one period in time, but that label of being a patient with a broken leg doesn't stick with you for the rest of your life. What that means in the war on cancer brand strategy means that I started delabelizing the people that we create this app for. So for instance, we'd really try to avoid using the word patients because people going through a disease and we really try and talk about those aspects of your cancer experience that perhaps others might not want to touch upon or think about or dare to talk about. So you need to create a brand that treats this disease as if it's the most normal thing in the world. We're a patient initiative. Our founder has gone through cancer. We have many on the team that has experienced cancer. So for us internally, when we talk about cancer, it is the most normal thing in the world. Then you can talk about it in a way where you don't sympathize or pity the subject and you don't pity your audience. And you're able to create in your messaging and tone nuance where the receiver of that message understands that, okay, they actually get it. You were talking about humbling brand. Does that mean that you leave the initiative and the lead to the different users or you lead them? When we have an audience such as people going through cancer, they're going through one of the toughest things they might ever go through in life. They have challenges with processing the entire trauma that is accompanied cancer. It's physical changes, financial changes. Cancer is a holistic disease, touches 360 degrees of your life. When you're going through the toughest thing you might ever go through in life, you might not always know what it is that you need. You might not be able to say, okay, I'm in this stage, thus I need this kind of resources and I want to talk about these areas. So we obviously we created the app as a social network for people to talk about whatever they need to talk about in order for them to take lead and create the narrative that they need. But we also lead them and guide them into topics where we see that they could benefit from knowing more about, for instance, how to process and cope with a cancer diagnosis. And we lead through bringing in healthcare professionals and other professionals that have the mandate authority to talk about these things. Because as a patient initiative, we're not healthcare professionals but we know what you as a person going through cancer might need. And thus we bring in people that can lead with us. 
And would you say that the way your audience has engaged with your platform has changed it since you started? Of course, our community and audience, they're part of co-creating this product uh, with us and the app with us. Because at the end of the day, we're creating this app for them. So their insights and their voice is the most important thing we have. We allow them to be part of the conversation of where we're heading next. But also because we're such early days in the creation of this company, we haven't sensed any drastic changes. I understood what you said about the structure, but what about the way you talk? Did you discover that you had to optimize the way you were talking with Absolutely. them? Absolutely. And I think that is definitely, and especially as an early day startup, you test your message, you see how it resonates with the audience, and then you iterate and, and find your way forward. It's a very different way of building a brand than if you're a world-renowned brand that has a hundred-year legacy. I would say in terms of messaging, yes, we have changed a lot, but that is not necessarily because maybe the community has demanded it. It's more that we have, I think, as a young startup, a part of our process of finding who we are and what value we can bring into the space that we're operating in. You're talking about co-creation. How do you involve your community members into the future? In many different ways. We have community managers in the app that are engaging with our members and picking up on the nuances that you might miss out on otherwise. But then we do a lot of uh, user interviews and user research. Uh, I've been working for other Swedish tech companies for eight years, and I've never been at a place where you do as much user interviews and research as we do here. We do qualitative, quantitative user interviews and basically get an insight into what audience and community and what the market wants. They do have a very important voice within the company. I will have a follow-up question on this because I think it's interesting that you've been working with tech companies and with World on Cancer right now. The majority of people that I'm working with and I think who listens to this show are in B2B tech. Besides interviewing more the users, what are the key success factors that you would bring back from a social network like Warren Cancer to tech companies? When building a brand towards an audience and a community that is right now vulnerable, the brand that you're creating needs to have integrity. And not only the brand, because the brand is obviously the product and the company itself. Um, but with integrity, you need to more than ever think about what might this audience and community benefit from. So for instance, it would be easy for the Warren Cancer app to replicate other social networks and include, for instance, advertising. That is something we will never do because we genuinely believe that ads is not something that you need more of when you're going through cancer. Sometimes you need to have more integrity and dare to step away from what could be easy. We're in a very strange situation with the lockdown and with COVID in general. The fact that a lot of scientists are talking right now and not of doctors and that the emphasis is on health. Have you seen a difference towards war on cancer since this pandemic started in awareness and in the relationship that people might have mm. with cancer? When Corona escalated in the beginning of the year, for people that have not gone through cancer, it was a massive shock for us to go into lockdowns and self-isolate and start thinking about the consequences just to protect our own health. All of these things that people that have not gone through cancer, for instance, needed to start thinking about from one day to another are things that people that have, have usually gone through cancer or experienced cancer, they've already experienced this. 
have experienced lockdowns is that society wasn't aware of it. So mm-hmm. I think the transition was smoother for people that have gone through cancer in one sense. Cancer doesn't stop because of a global pandemic, but society had to stop. So what we saw is um, an increased sense of worry, not knowing how this pandemic will affect me while I'm going through another disease such as cancer. We were talking at the very beginning of our conversation of abnormality of the disease. Now it's unfortunately the normality of Mm. our world. Does the way you approach the brand of Warren Cancer or do you approach your audience is change on a more marketing point of view? I wouldn't say that it has changed that much more than, of course, the physical marketing activities that we did. I mean, we're not doing them anymore, of course, such as events and meetups and those kind of things. The Warren Cancer app is a global app, which means that a lot of our marketing also needs to be digital, naturally. So we were already doing a lot of digital. And I think what the pandemic has not forced us to do, but incentivized to do is to actually do more of it because obviously people going through cancer are in many cases self-isolating due to corona we obviously want to be the brand that will be with you and be there for you so we just want to do more so i think what the pandemic has helped us to do is to increase speed even more when corona escalated we decided to produce and record a podcast season to get valuable information out to our audience. We also then started doing live events to facilitate more information out there uh, while you might be in lockdown. So I think what Corona has forced us to do in terms of marketing is just to increase speed even more. How do you reach new audience? I actually had a very interesting conversation with the CEO of a global cancer charity uh, the other day. And she was telling me, Anusha, it's so hard because now for the first time I'm forced to market towards our end consumer. And I've never done that before. And it's so hard to market anything that is connected with cancer. And this comes from a person who has been working with this charity for over 26 years. And I said, yes, it is really hard. So the thing is, when you work with a disease, which is, for instance, cancer, you don't have your classical persona. Cancer is very unique. Every cancer story is different and every need is different. So what you need to do is to work a lot on broad-based marketing. You need to just get your message out there. And then for the person that actually finds this interesting, well, hopefully they will get on board. But when we do user research, it looks very, very different. For one person, it could be that they think your message and the concept is really interesting in the early days of their diagnosis. For someone else, it might be too early to take part of the cancer community and they might get on board maybe six, seven, nine months down the line in their treatment. So it's very, very different. I have one last question. What help do you need to um, We are one of the few digital support tools that are patient initiatives that actually sort of wants to bridge the gap between patient experiences and cancer research and cancer care to actually improve the world for everyone affected by cancer. And in order to do that, to actually drive real impact and change on a long-term base, we need to get our message out there. We want to genuinely help anyone doing an after cancer. So we want to welcome everyone who might need us and might have the need to come in contact with someone else that can actually relate to what they're going through. So the help we would need is letting other people know we're here if they need us. 
Can you remind us of yes, where definitely. we can find you? You can find the One Cancer app on for both Android and iOS. But also for more information, you can hop by onecancer.com. Thank you very much, Anusha, for all this conversation. And we wish you, you absolutely so all the best. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in order to get the latest episodes. In the meantime, you can log on to leadnostic.com if you have any questions or would like to suggest a theme or speakers. Thank you and talk to you soon.